Welcome to the See the Upside podcast. I'm Nina, your podcast host. On the show, we dive deep into all the ways to uplevel your life with a focus on positivity and growth. Interviews with industry experts and innovators in the areas of wellness, spirituality, relationships, personal growth, and more shed light on all of the best practices. We talk about how to overcome obstacles, find positivity, and create and live an authentic life you love. Every challenge is an opportunity for expansion. That's what I like to call seeing the upside. Whatever challenges you've been through, be it divorce or otherwise, you deserve to discover and live your very best life. We're here to help you find it. Thanks so much for joining the conversation, and I really hope you enjoy the show. You can follow us on Instagram at c.theupside, on Facebook at c.theupside, and visit our website at c.theupside.com. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the See the Upside podcast. This time of year is such a great opportunity to reflect on where we've been, how far we've come, what we've learned. It's also a great time to close out and let go of all the things that may no longer be serving us, have either run their course, or for whatever reason, it's time to release them. I love spending time getting clear about what we want and where we're going in the coming year as well. So although we can really kind of do this anytime, I think the beginning of the year is such a great time to really sit down and reflect and get intentional, prioritize, and really hone in on how we want to live and where we want to put our time and energy. So our guest today is Melanie Shear of Collaborative Healing. I've worked with her for quite a while now. She works with energy medicine and we work together personally. She's an energy healer and we meet regularly and I love it. It's been really transformative in my own life. Today, we're going to talk about ways to reflect on the past year, to honor and celebrate what's happened in 2021 that's been really good, but also how we can release the energy of the past and really let go of the things that are time to let go of, and some ways to really set ourselves up energetically to have the very best year yet in 2022. I'm just excited to hear about what Melanie has to say. Hi, Melanie. Nice to see you again. Nice to be here again. Thank you. So excited to talk about this subject because it's kind of a passion of mine to really take a look at what we've gone through in the winter, right? The winter months really serve as a, as a great time to do that, but take a look at where we've been, what we've gone through and really sit down and feel in our hearts, how to move forward into the new, constantly creating the new, right? So I'm excited to talk about all of that today with you. Thank you for the opportunity. I love it. I love the concept of a new beginning. And I think it is really important to understand that to allow in the new, a lot of times does require us to release things that are 
old stories or that maybe are just time to kind of shut down for whatever reason, that can be really challenging to let go of, even when we know we are supposed to let go of them, that we need to let go of them. Sometimes we just hang on to those old, old things because they feel safe. Let's, let's start there with talking about that. What are some of the ways that we as humans kind of hang on to old stories and why do you think we do that? Speaking about it energetically, when we are putting energy into old patterns, old behaviors, and a lot of times we don't notice it, right? Because it's kind of innate. We don't even realize that we're creating the now by pinging the past, right? So what that might look like is a trauma or a disappointment or a sadness that happened in the past. And then the expectation moving forward is you're going to get more of the same. So that's kind of how you're creating through that old energy pattern, that old energy line to really, and I'm going to speak about it again from the energy medicine perspective, taking energy medicine, connecting in with who you are as an energetic being that most of us don't really recognize or work with and sinking into those old patterns, those old beliefs, really clearing the energy of it, healing right? Healing it. So when you're creating today and tomorrow, you're coming at it from this clear space, not the heaviness of the past. So in energy medicine, we kind of work through sometimes that's child work, inner child work. Sometimes that's past life work. Sometimes that's just energy releasing. So you have that aspect too, right? But the other aspect is the maintenance especially during the holiday season, we're running around and we're busy and we're meeting with these people and we're working here and in the store here and just all over the place. Our energy can, it it starts to accumulate, right? It starts to accumulate all these bits and pieces of everything that we are encountering. So the maintenance piece is releasing that. And it's helpful to do on a daily basis because we are energetic beings. It's what animates our physical body, right? Our energy. Energy cannot be created or destroyed. So this is who we are always, regardless of the body. And so picking up other people's energies and sinking in with that, it's really helpful to have that energetic boundary and to notice when are you overwhelmed? A good, clear sign of that is if you find yourself feeling aggravated that's a really great sign that you've taken on too much, that you've merged too much with other people's energy. And it's really helpful to clear your space, clearing your aura, grounding, doing all of these energy maintenance. And as I mentioned just a little bit ago, the, our energetic body that's often overlooked, you know, we have the spiritual, the physical and the, the mental, right? All of those, when one thing is off, we are not coming from a whole place. And since most of us don't know about our energetic bodies and what can accumulate and and what's going on within them, a lot of us are kind of walking around unbalanced, but it's also the feeling of, I just don't feel right. I just don't feel whole. I just don't feel together. There's something missing. There's a missing piece. I don't know what it is. That's usually your body's way of saying, I want to connect in with my energetic body. Well, I didn't get too much off topic there. (laughs) Yeah, no, you and I were, were talking about this earlier before we started recording that one of the keys to finding energetic balance, 
to letting go, to manifesting and creating all the things that you want is really coming home to yourself. It's all really about going within. And that's kind of what you're talking about with grounding is when things get out of balance energetically, or for people who don't really totally understand energetics, it's when you just don't feel right. When you feel unstable or insecure, or maybe you you feel triggered or sad or frustrated, it's that imbalance. And the way to come back to balance is really to come back to yourself within to really either get quiet and sit in meditation to really kind of learn to create your own inner balance. But before we kind of get too deep into that, I do want to go back to the concept of letting go. So letting go of energetically or just generally 2021 for all of us who want to kind of create some change or have change going on in our life, whether it's a divorce or a new job or whatever it is, what are some of the ways that we as individuals can create that energetic shift to let ourselves let go of whatever that was? If it was a marriage, if it was an old job, if it was your life, you know, before your kids go off to college, how do we do that? How do we make that transition? How do we push ourselves through that letting go stage when sometimes it doesn't feel so comfortable? Lots of different tools, techniques, really letting go of the past. And I'm going to speak about it from an energetic perspective here, sitting in your space, connecting in with what doesn't feel good. And I know a lot of times it hurts, right? And we don't really want to take a look at it, but allowing yourself with an open heart to sink into that. And that'll be your guide into the pieces of you that need to be healed. So often we're putting ourselves on the back burner. And I think that starting the year off with the intention to put yourself first And to take a look at those things that you've been meaning to take a look at yet just haven't found the time or the, you know, it's too difficult. I don't want to move through that or whatever. It's a lot less scary when you're taking control of it, sitting in your heart and saying, I want to clear this because it keeps coming up for a reason. You find yourself in old patterns. Do you really want to continue that cycle or do you want to face it head on? and allow the release to happen. So part of that is grounding. Part of that is oral work. Connecting in with your inner child is helpful. Using energy medicine to kind of move through the old patterns and really allowing your authenticity to come through, to shine through your heart and connecting in that way. I think Something that's worked for me too, that I think you're kind of saying in an energetic way is looking at the past, whether it's the past year or, you know, my marriage or whatever it is and finding acceptance for what it was like stopping that continuous cycle of analyzing, wishing it were different, criticizing myself for some of the decisions that I've made and really 
getting to that compassionate space of that experience was what it was and it was always meant to happen and it brought me to where i'm at and when you get to that place whether it's a relationship that didn't work out or a, a job that you weren't happy in whatever it is once you kind of let yourself stop fighting what it was and wishing it different it lets go of the tension and the conflict of it and lets you let it go so that you kind of have that space to step into something new. It's kind of like if you're if you're staying stuck in it and battling it, then you're you're sort of inviting it to stay in a way. It speaks to a lot of what we work on, right? That old pattern, you connecting in with I should have done this, I should have done that or it would have looked differently like this. That's keeping the pattern alive. That's keeping that part of your life alive. And yeah, acceptance is a huge one. Thank you for bringing that up. Accepting where you're at, learning the lesson, right? You, You keep going back to that pattern because there's something there to heal. And in this particular case, you want to heal that you didn't feel empowered because that's where the acceptance comes from. You want to accept yourself for who you are. You and I, Melanie, have worked on areas of my life, and I I think those patterns that you're talking about that we get stuck in that keep us stuck in something, in a job, in a relationship, in a kind of plateau energetically where you are or spiritually or whatever it is. I think sometimes it can be very hard to see it on your own. And that's where partnering with you has really kind of helped bring to light where those patterns were happening in my life, where we have such dramatic themes that we've identified for me that not only were patterns in, you know, romantic relationships or friendships or jobs, but they were like across everything. They went to family, health and wellness, job, friendships, romantic relationships for me. And it was literally the same theme. So I think, and it, it might be hard for some people to really grasp that from an energetic standpoint, but it's really you can, you can explain it any way you want in a behavior way, or it's, it's all just a manifestation of the same thing, which is you're trying to heal through hurt. Yes. Living (laughs) and being in a certain way, because that's what, you know, because it served you at some point. And it might've been when you were two, it might've been when you were 13, it might've been when you were 20, or it might've been even something that happened in your family lineage that isn't even connected to your, your actual body. Some stories was created. And for whatever reason, there's a anchor to that. And even when that anchor isn't valid sometimes it's even counterintuitive. Like it creates more problems than it actually creates safety in your life. It's still an anchor. It still keeps us in that place until we are able to see it and accept it and stop judging it and learn from it and release it basically, which is what we do in our energy sessions, essentially. That's right. Yeah. Yes. And I think a part to highlight here is that 
those older constructs like that you just mentioned, right, that we build around hurt, especially when we're younger, and then they kind of like, it becomes character. I created that because I needed safety. Shift that I can be dynamic and evolve through it, allowing yourself the space to evolve through it without criticism. And without saying, oh, I should have never done that, because it's not really about should have never done that. It's really about saying, I did that because of X, Y, Z, and I'm not in that space anymore. So now I can heal from it. Yeah. Well, I think part of it too, is allowing yourself to see the good and what happened. Like anything bad has good in it. You know, there's either a lesson or a new awareness. Yeah. So let's talk a little bit about the year ahead, what are some ways we can set ourselves up for the best year yet? Let's start with talking about what's the difference between making resolutions and being open to all the possibilities. I think this is important because a lot of times we as humans have our ideas of how things should work out. And that ends up being a huge part of our pain and disappointment in life. So What are some ways that we can be intentional and have goals and look ahead in a positive way, but also be open to the way things actually unfold? I would say sinking into your heart and figuring out when you're making your intention, where is it coming from? Is it coming from a wound or is it coming from your heart and a place of authenticity? I think that's where the difference is because when it's coming from a place of your heart and authenticity, it, there's room for it to grow. Right. And for you to expand in to all of its different iterations. So when you're setting intentions from a wound, for instance, I don't feel good enough. So what makes me feel good enough is I want to make, you know, I want to get a $50,000 bonus. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. And that's my goal. And sometimes when the wound is so deep, you're not going to be able to achieve the goal. Or if you do achieve the goal, it's further sinking you down into the spiral of the wound. But if you say, I want to make $50,000 because it makes me feel abundant and it makes me feel like I can do all of these things for my family. And it's coming from a place of expansion versus a place of self-worth or, you know, it, it feels more constricting. I think that's the difference between when a resolution fizzles out and when it really takes flight and actually becomes the theme of the whole year. Well, what we've talked about too is getting into the feeling that you want to have when that happens. Like that is your goal is not so much. Yes. Part of it is the tangible concept of making more money and having more freedom and all those things. But how are you going to feel? Who are you going to be? What are you going to do once you have that? That's the whole point of getting that. So what are some of the ways we can set intentions? Like I'm going to spend New Year's Day really reflecting and journaling and feeling into where I want to go in 2022. What are some suggestions that you have on ways to get clear and kind of get on the path towards what you want in the coming year? Well, first, I would like to say that really important. I do believe the theme of 2022 is finding home within yourself. 
putting yourself first, because when you're starting to put yourself first, everything else aligns into place. And putting yourself first means I'm going to heal through my old stuff because I don't want that old stuff that has been pinging to create my future. So setting that intention, I want to heal through my old stuff. And however that shows up, I'm committed to healing. Then the second part of that is sitting in your heart. Your heart is what draws everything in. So if you're sitting in this expansive place of love, abundance, compassion, you're going to be able to draw in exactly what it is that you want. That by far is the the biggest thing. So when you feel it pinging in your body differently, if you're feeling it in your, you know, like, oh gosh, when I, you know, using your body as a barometer, essentially, when I talk about this, wanting this, I want to win the lottery, it doesn't feel so good. It can feel like my back starts to hurt or something like that. It's your body's way of saying, I'm not really in alignment with that. Can we figure out a different space? And the other part of that is holding in your heart what you want, the feeling of what you want, not the number or place. It's holding in your heart the feeling and not capping yourself by saying, I want to feel like this, but it has to be done like this. Because there's infinite ways the universe can deliver what that feeling to you. And you don't want to cap it or cut it off by the limitation of your mind. Right. Sometimes it's so much bigger and better than what your mind can conceive of, you know? Yes, that's right. That's why you don't want to cap it, right? You want to just sit in the expansion and say, I'm happy, open all the doors, all the windows and let the universe bring it in however it wants to bring it in, right? Well, and back to that concept of serving yourself and wanting good for yourself. I think that's something that really we as women struggle a lot with. We feel like that's selfish to ask for that, that it's not allowed. We have all these hangups about stepping into the best version of ourselves, but I think we need to really view it differently, which is, you know, number one, you really have to put your own oxygen mask on first. How in the world are you supposed to show up as the best mom and wife and career woman or whatever it is without filling your own cup when you're coming from a place of lack and frustration and dissatisfaction and unhappiness, you can't show up as the best version of yourself. And then secondly, we really have an obligation as humans on this earth to really embrace and step into the highest version of ourself. And we really shouldn't have any shame or inhibitions or anything holding us back. And in fact, by holding ourselves back, we're almost denying the, the greatness of the opportunity, you know? Absolutely. Those are two really important points. We want to come from a place of cup runneth over, not from depletion. And that is not selfish. If you really want to show up for people as we do as mothers, as employees, employers, as friends, as wives, girlfriends, whatever the case is, It really is about setting that time aside for yourself to make sure that you're good. Because if you're coming from depletion, nobody's winning. And I think as a society, it's been set up that, oh, if you want to take care of yourself and you have kids or you have a job, 
that's selfish. And it's actually the opposite, right? It is about putting the oxygen mask on first and helping your family 100%. And what was the second point that you mentioned? Just that we really have an obligation to step into our greatness, that it's our duty and responsibility. And of course, it's our privilege too, but I think we need to look beyond that, that it's our job, that by not stepping into the best version of ourselves, we're really kind of denying this gift we've been given, this life, this time here, this opportunity to you know, shine our brightest. And I think sometimes we feel like, oh, we shouldn't do that. And we dumb ourselves down or we dim our light and nobody wins from that. Nobody benefits from that. And it's really almost like a a disrespectful thing to the universe to not step into what you're really capable of. That's right. You're denying those around you. You're denying yourself the reason why you came here in the first place. And if you're not channeling in and holding more of your light, which is what we do when we're kind of making ourselves small, when we're trying to fit ourselves into the box that other people created, which, you know, happens all the time. And if you really think about it, that box that other people created is from their own wounding. So you're limiting yourself based on somebody else's wounding is a little bit unfair, but we're also taking the light away, taking our authenticity away from the collective that is so needed. All of us coming together, holding our light shifts the vibration. If we think of mass meditations that occur, and I may have mentioned this last time, when, and you can Google it, right? So when everybody's participating in this is an example I love to use all the time when everybody's participating in a meditation in that space for miles around crime goes down. There's a lot of benefits that happen and that's just a meditation. Imagine if we were all holding our true capacity, our true light and coming from a place of our heart centered way of being imagine what the world would look like, right? The vibration would be higher. We wouldn't struggle with a lot of the things that we struggle with. That's why the theme for 2022 really is coming home to yourself. Because once you're putting yourself first and you're healing through the old, so you can be the best version of yourself. And yeah, along with that comes everything you want to manifest, abundance and health and happiness. It really is kind of feeding back into the collective. So it's not just, if we think about it like that, it's not just for ourselves. It really is for everybody around us. And a perfect example of that is when you're walking out in the street and when we're not wearing masks, right? And we smile at someone and it like brightens up somebody's day. That's sharing energy with them instead of us just kind of walking around like robots and not connecting with anybody. It's so expansive. I mean, it just escalates out from you. It emanates and, and hits everything around you. I love that. Absolutely. Yeah. So when we think about it like that, we do, we have a big responsibility to be true to ourselves, coming home to ourselves and really being authentic. And sometimes, you know, that requires going through old patterns, right? So if you're feeling guilt and shame and fear, especially fear, because that's, that's a big one. Those are old patterns that you don't need anymore as we're transcending into the new. And one more thing, not to get too crazy astrologically, but at the time of this recording, 
Pluto has gone in retrograde in Capricorn. And a lot of that, and that's through mid-January. And a lot of that is breaking down old foundations, politically, in society, but also within ourselves. What isn't working for you anymore? What are you letting go of? Really allowing that to come into your sphere, viewing what's going on in your life through that filter and knowing it's okay to let go of the old because the new that you're creating is so massive. And it's not just for you, it's for everyone. I love that. I think it's within our own power and it's our own responsibility to heal ourselves. And the first real step in doing that is seeing and identifying the wounds and having compassion and holding space for them. And then deciding that you don't want to be there anymore. And that does take time, I think, and intention, but it's all within our own power. I mean, we all hold that within ourselves. Yes, that's right. Mm -hmm. So we really are the creators of our future. And if you think about it like that, right, where are you creating from? Are you creating from this heart-centered space where everything is expansive or are you creating from the old and from fear? And this is not about demonizing anyone and their connections with whomever they have connections with. It's really about looking inside yourself and saying, I just don't like that anymore. I just don't want to participate in that anymore. That doesn't make anybody wrong. That just means I want to feel whole and complete. Yeah. So Mm -hmm. good. Well, I think, you know, what we're really seeing is the theme and the kind of framework for setting intentions for 2022 is, first of all, number one, to look back at 2021 or the past or whatever is within you that is old, that doesn't serve you anymore. So it could be wounds, it could be stories, it could be experiences, anything that is heavy, holding you down, holding you back and really seeking that, identifying it and proactively healing it, whatever that healing looks like for you. It could be journaling. It could be working with you, Melanie. It could be going to a therapist. It could be meditating. It could be doing more exercise, yoga, whatever it is looking at those wounds and really seeing them with big love and compassion and deciding that it's time to let go. And then I think number two is really identifying and allowing yourself to be your authentic self. So really stepping into, as you were saying, getting connected to your heart space and really seeing who you are getting curious about who you are, exploring that, feeling into it, celebrating it, just really getting connected. And then opening up to all the possibilities of what you want in your life and identifying what your dreams are, what your goals are, and then feeling into how you're going to be, who you're going to be and what that's going to look like. And then kind of letting it go from there, trusting that it will come, it will work out. And that with your authentic heart centered 
focus on whatever it is that you want, whether it's a new job or to meet someone or to make more money or to buy a home, it can be tangible things like that, or it can be having more freedom or whatever it is, just opening up to how that's going to come. There are so many different ways and possibilities and just being totally open in that way. Would you agree with that? That's kind of what I got from our conversation. We're kind of those things. I love that you wrapped it up a pretty bow like that. That is, that's exactly, yes, 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 yes. I love it. Oh, good. Well, what we're going to do is we're going to also create a downloadable journal prompt worksheet that's going to be free. We'll include that link in the show notes, but it's going to be a collaborative journal prompt for the new year to kind of do some reflective work on how to identify and let go some of the things that it's time to release and some ways to really get clear and identify all the good things that lie ahead and how to make those happen. So we'll be including that as well. That'll be a collaboration between Melanie and myself and Carrie Dagenhart, who's a life coach as well. So excited for that. Yay. It's going to be amazing. I know. So any last words about 2022, what you see ahead, either in the stars or energetically or kind of thoughts to keep in mind that can kind of help put us in the vibe for what to expect? I would say when I feel into 2022, I really just feel expansion. I feel so many people are going to be looking at because we've been in this two-year process of things just not feeling good. And they've been reorganizing, reworking, dismantling. And so especially through the winter months, just sitting in that space of what you want to create and then allowing spring to come in, I just feel massive expansion. And so I feel good about 2022. Really, I, I would say knowing that, really being intentional, about what you want to create, number one. And number two, seeing yourself as this completely healed, holistic master manifester that we're all coming together here to change the world. That's kind of how I feel about 2022. You know, no big deal. Oh my gosh. (laughs) It looks so good. I'm excited. It's amazing. Well, and I think you know, when we're really reflecting back on the last year or two, transformation is messy and ugly and uncomfortable and painful. And I really think our culture and our time needed that step away and that pause and that kind of constriction. We, we really needed to get that viewpoint and it was super uncomfortable and hard, but I think like you're saying, it's all going to blast open into this beautiful expansion and new view and awareness that's really going to put us in this beautiful position to appreciate and celebrate all the good that's coming and really make us so aware and intentional about the change we want to become and see in, you know, this new time. Exactly. And remembering everything is happening for you, not to you. 
And so when yeah. you use that, that lens to look through, everything here is really for your best and highest good and setting that intention. It's really important to set intentions every day. How do you want to feel today? How do you want to feel when you achieve this? What feels good to you? What do you want for your family, for your friends? You know, holding that intent, those intentions in your heart are a really big deal too. Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited. to, ha- And I'm so excited that the new year's day is on a weekend. I feel like with that extra day, the day before I can really just sit in it and really feel all the things. And as you know, I'm starting a new job right around the new year. So yeah. I've got a huge amount of letting go and letting in to do. And I'm just so excited for clean slates, fresh starts and all the possibilities ahead. I mean, so much. So got big plans for 2022. Yes. (laughs) A lot going on. Uh, Well, Melanie, thank you as always. And of course, I'll look forward to our private sessions that we do that are always so inspiring, uplifting, healing, all the things you've really kind of gotten me on this beautiful track of connection to myself and to the universe and to people around me has really just lightened my life in the most beautiful ways. So thank you for that. Oh, thank you. I'm glad that you are taking off in the way that you do. It makes me so inspired to work with you and to continue just doing the work that I do. So thank you. Love it. Awesome. Well, thank you. Yes. It's wonderful being here today. Thank you for everything. Thanks for joining today's episode of See the Upside podcast. For more details about today's guest and show notes and links, visit our website at seetheupside.com. You can find us on Instagram at c.theupside and Facebook at seetheupside. If you love today's show, please spread the light by giving us a rating or sharing it with a friend. We appreciate you so much and love sharing the positivity with anyone who could be inspired by it. We're all on a beautiful journey and it's so much more fun doing it together and sharing our stories with each other along the way. Can't wait till next time.